on demand. Hear news from Israel whenever you want. You are listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Monday, May 20th. This is Ariel O'Sullivan with the top news at this hour. It has been released for publication that Zakaria Zubaydeh, a senior official in the Palestinian Authority and a key commander during the Second Intifada, has been arrested and charged with a number of crimes, including murder and involvement in a shooting attack on an Israeli bus traveling to the Beit El settlement near Jerusalem. No one was injured in that attack. Zubaydeh, the former commander of the Fatah al-Aqsa Martyrs Brigade in Jenin, was behind the murder and wounding of many Israelis during the Second Intifada, but Israel gave him amnesty in a deal with the PA in 2007 after he renounced militancy and abandoned terror. The Shin Bet said today that he had flagrantly and violently violated that agreement and was arrested on February 27th. Together with Zubaydeh, security forces also arrested Tarek Bargut, a well-known lawyer for Palestinians from East Jerusalem. The fatal crane accident in Yavne, the Ministry of Labor and Welfare have issued work stoppage orders to five sites operated by contractor Rami Shabiru in Yavne, where 11 buildings are being constructed. The closures were issued because they were not fenced off as required. Shabiru's company has reportedly received a number of safety citations over crane violations. The name of the three of the four workers who died in the crane mishap yesterday were released. They are Yonatan Sabag, 33, from Or Yehuda, Ben Daklo, 22, from Ramad Gan, and Gil Hazizi, 51, from Hadera. Police, meanwhile, have released the 17 people detained yesterday for questioning, four of them to house arrest. The contractor, Rami Shabiru, is expected to be summoned for questioning when he returns from abroad. U.S. President Donald Trump has threatened Iran with destruction if it seeks a fight. Trump issued the warning after a rocket landed less than a mile from the U.S. Embassy last night in Baghdad's Green Zone, further stoking tensions in the region. Trump tweeted, If Iran wants to fight, that will be the official end of Iran. Never threaten the United States again. Meanwhile, Israel Ayom Daily has reported that Israeli security officials have met with their U.S. counterparts to discuss the recent tensions and share sensitive intelligence, including on Iran's nuclear weapons program. According to the Israeli Daily, Israel will not join any war against Iran unless attacked by Iran or its regional proxies. The IDF is testing a new incoming rocket alert system in the north of the country today. The army said that the new system operates by only sounding a specific community where there is an identified threat, unlike the current array of sirens which are triggered across a larger region. The army said that the new warning system would allow civilians who are not directly in harm's way to continue with their daily lives. The system was tested in the north, including the Galilee region, Tzfat, Kirchmona, and Naharia. The New York Times reports that the Trump administration hopes to secure financial commitments from wealthy Persian Gulf states, as well as donors from Europe and Asia, to induce the Palestinians to make concessions and move forward with peace talks with Israel. The White House did not give specific sums, but diplomats told The Daily that the target was some $68 billion for Lebanon, Egypt, Jordan, and the Palestinian Authority. The White House announced yesterday it will unveil the first phase of its long-awaited Middle East peace plan at a conference expected to take place in late June in Bahrain. In coalition news, negotiations between the Likud and the Union of Right-Wing Parties are stalled. 
According to Khan's political reporter, Yaakov Karakovsky, the United Orthodox, the ultra-Orthodox Haredi parties too have no clear answer on coalition agreements, particularly concerning the draft of Haredi men to the military. Netanyahu has until next Tuesday to present a coalition or risk having the task given to another Knesset member or even hold new elections. In light of the Lag Baomer festival this week, roads to the Mount Maron site in the Galilee have been shut and visitors are advised to park at terminals in the area where free shuttles are available. The traditional Halula will take place Wednesday evening with over 100,000 worshippers and reveliers expected to visit the tome of sage and mystic rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai. Cars left on the mountain will be towed. Taking a look at the weather, and it'll be steadily warmer over the next couple of days, and Sharav conditions are expected on Thursday. Maximum temperatures in the main centers, Jerusalem 29, Tel Aviv 26, Haifa 27, Beersheba 32, and the Nilat going up to 37 degrees centigrade. That's the news from Khan Reka, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 10 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program.